This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. When I look back at my younger days, I cringe at some of the financial mistakes I made. And that's not to imply that I made any more mistakes than the average young person. The fact is, man, sometimes I look back and think if I had only known then what I know now. Now, as a financial services professional, I do my best to help my clients avoid mistakes, but I also remind them that they're human, so mistakes are inevitable. The trick is to do something to make sure that you don't make the same mistake twice. On our show today, we're going to examine some of the most frequent financial mistakes and what you can do to avoid them. An Investopedia article, Top 10 Most Common Financial Mistakes, has some good information that we can build today's conversation around. The article's first potential mistake is frivolous overspending. This part of the article contains this great line, great fortunes are often lost one dollar at a time. Stopping for a bagel and coffee every morning on the way to the office may seem like uh, maybe not a big deal at the moment. But when you add up $7 over the course of a month and then a year, you suddenly have a sizable pile of money. Here's some more numbers. Spending, say, a mere $25 a week on lunches adds up to $1,300 a year. For most of us, $1,300 isn't a small change. So that money could actually be used to pay a car payment or two, or significantly pay down a high interest rate credit card if you're young and just starting out, or you're very close to retirement, it's often essential to avoid overspending. Now, when I talk about this subject, I'm always worried that people will think that I'm advocating that you pinch every penny and never enjoy life. But... That's not what I'm meaning. Take a vacation. Go to a ball game or dinner out with friends. Just be smart and don't overdo it. The next mistake you should seek to avoid is falling into the cycle of never-ending payments. You don't have to be one of those endless payment people. (laughs) Take some time to sit down and examine what you're spending each month and then ask yourself, do I really need this? 
music, the TV streamers, expensive gym memberships. These are things you can fork money over to month after month. And in the end, you own exactly nothing. Again, this is another place where your prudence doesn't mean you're going without. If Netflix is your primary source of TV shows and movies, well, it's probably worth the money. But if you're watching Netflix that much, do you really need five more streaming memberships? Next, you should work hard to avoid living on borrowed money. Swiping and tapping your card for everything, anywhere, and it's incredibly common these days. But it's often unwise to pay double-digit high interest rates on things like gas, groceries, hotel rooms that you're typically done with before the credit card bill even is, is due. So, as much as possible, keep enough cash in your account so that you can use your debit card for these types of purchases. That way, you're getting what you need without paying interest. Remember, relying too much on credit cards is a slippery slope that could lead to you spending more than you actually earn. The next financial mistake that could trip you up in spending too much on a house. While the average American home seems to be growing larger and larger, you should really give some thought to whether you should really be paying for all of that extra space. If you have a very large family, perhaps you need a 6,000 square foot house, but that means more taxes, higher utilities, and more complicated upkeep. Again, unless you have a specific need for a larger home, why not move your family into something that's smaller and more manageable, but that still suits your needs? You may also find that by purchasing a smaller house, you'll have more resources to purchase new appliances and make some upgrades. The article next points to purchasing a new car as the next potential financial mistake that you want to avoid. While millions of new cars are sold each year, very few people can cover the purchase with cash. Not paying cash means making the purchase through financing, and financing means that you're paying interest on an asset that begins depreciating as soon as you drive it off the lot. Of course, many people have no other choice than to finance when it comes to a new car. However, much like our conversation during the earlier segment about not buying a home that's larger than you need, it's much the same with vehicles. If you're single or have only one child, do you really need an SUV that seats eight? And if you are retired and intend to travel a fair amount, do you really need something so large it gets poor gas mileage? It's simple. Buy what you need, but not more than you need. And don't forget to test drive several vehicles before you make your final decision. Also, research 
how much things like tires, oil changes, and other routine maintenance cost for the models you're considering. You should next avoid relying too much and too often on home equity. Remember, when you refinance and take cash out of your home, it means you're giving up ownership to someone else. If you're looking to lower your interest rate, refinancing may make sense. Refinancing and using that money to pay off high interest debts may be another smart play. However, a home equity loan of credit may be an alternative to refinancing. With a line of credit, you're basically using the equity as, as a credit card. But be aware that this may also mean you'll end up paying unnecessary interest in order to use your home equity line of credit. If you're considering either refinancing or opening a home equity line of credit, I'll urge you to thoroughly discuss both options with a financial services professional before making any final decisions. The article next touts living paycheck to paycheck as another mistake you should avoid. A lot of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, and that means an emergency expense could lead to financial disaster. In some cases, living paycheck to paycheck may be the result of overspending. But whatever the root cause, putting yourself in a position where every dime you bring in almost immediately goes out to pay a bill is extremely precarious. What happens if you or your spouse loses your job or if your hours are suddenly cut back? Many financial services professionals suggest setting aside three to six months worth of expenses into an emergency fund you can easily access if needed. I understand that building an emergency fund of that size can be a challenge, but if you can manage, do it a little at a time and you will have put yourself in a very solid financial position. Think of it this way. If winter was coming in, you knew you needed, say, a new set of tires, would you rather have the cash in hand to pay for those tiles or would you prefer to use a credit card with high interest and that you'll be paying for a long time? I think the answer is pretty obvious. Finally, not having a plan is perhaps the biggest financial mistake you can make. Your financial future and retirement largely depends on the decisions you make right here, right now. Take about an hour a week to review your finances and assess your goals and meet regularly with your financial services professional. Plan well and retire at peace. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. 
Jim White. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit them online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.